ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Pastor Talk with Josh and Mike. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Part of your youth team at LifePoint Church. Woohoo. The best two thirds. Yes. <laughs> right to Nate. Yeah. Pride. Oh, Get him right away. Absolutely. Um, so what are we going to talk about today? Yeah, we're going to talk about our choices. Choices. Um, so how do we make choices? What are we um, kind of how do, how do we do this? Um, can we make bad choices? Do we have the freedom to make bad choices? Do, can we uh, make good choices? Um, and we've got a couple of stories to go along with this. <laughs> Youth pastor, favorite stories of the Bible. So yes. you know you're going to enjoy that. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So there's a plethora of people throughout the Bible making choices, uh, good choices, bad choices. Yeah. Um, men and women who are supposed to be loving God, loving Jesus, and they still they mess up because we're broken. We're all broken. We all have sin. Started back in Genesis Two. I almost said one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, we all know that. And uh, so as you look through the Old Testament guys and, and ladies, uh, you see, a, I don't know, it just seems to be more intense yeah. in their bad choices. Not that you can't say uh, Peter made bad choices and, and things like that, but these guys just seem to be, we would say they're off the rails, yeah. but at the same time we have everything like this going on in our society today, absolutely. even within the church. That's, that's just sad to say, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's absolutely. true. Um, so we've, we've got some people that have made some crazy weird choices and which choice would you like to start with first, Josh? Oh, you know what? Let's, let's, let's go with the bad choices. Like <laughs> we, we'll, we'll do some bad choices first. So uh, we have lot. Lot. Um, yeah, so so going with with bad choices, we have Lot. This is um, Genesis. It uh, starts with Genesis nineteen, um, mm -hmm. goes to uh, chapter twenty, maybe a little bit in twenty one. Mm -hmm. I think there, um, and, and try kind of pre the bad choice that we're leaning yeah. to. It's <laughs> it starts with the whole decision of Lot and Abraham. Abraham given Lot the choice to uh, choose which land yeah. he wants to take the high country or down by the, the cities. Um, the one by the cities is a choice piece of property. It has all it's the water. It's, it's off the water. It's <laughs> lakefront property. Um, just luscious green. Everything's going for it. And uh, Lot or uh, Abraham gives Lot that choice of which piece he yeah. wants. Now, the downfall is, of course, if you've, you've read Old Testament, is that beautiful land is by Sodom and Gomorrah, where heavy-duty sin is going in. And it just seems like Lot is drawn into, his family is drawn into that type of lifestyle, living for sin. Yeah, and as we as we see him go up, he kind of becomes a secondary character after that. And we talk about mm -hmm. Abraham, but every time Abraham references Lot or every time it references that that city, it seems like he's just getting more and more into the thick of of the disgustingness and, and the sinfulness mm -hmm. of Sodom and Gomorrah. So what might have been a, a decision of, man, this will be good for my family and in, in the places ended up being right near sinfulness and then the desire to be more involved and more involved and more involved and, and more like your him. community as yeah. opposed to more yeah. like God. Yeah. So, um, when we see him the next couple of times, it seems, um, I've always kind of said, uh, with this, 
it seems like he's gotten to a position of status inside him. Um, we see that with just the sheer amount of stuff that he brought. Like Abraham and, and Lot, they separated because they had too many servants, too many things, and they couldn't Abundance of livestock. That's like God blessed grass. them, and that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so knowing his wealth, knowing how God was blessing him, um, but then also just some of those key things of him waiting at the, the city gates, taking on uh, foreigners and people that are visiting the land. Um, it just seems like he's he's gotten so soaked into all of this where it's not even around him anymore, but he's indulging in it. He's, he's in it, in the yeah, thick of it. He's into the thick of it. Um, and this goes up to some of the the bad decisions so it starts with with a father leading his family um his daughters that were born there was there was two of them that we know of um this is how they grew up they grew up with a a a father Mm -hmm. that i'm gonna say was a little (laughs) weak-spined and decided to to put his family in a sinful environment and hope for the best so then in, in Genesis 19, we have the story of, mm-hmm. of Lot taking on these two foreigners, which he doesn't know are angels in disguises at this point, um, angels that are coming to visit him to warn him, get out, God's going to punish the city. God's going to, to take um, justice on what's been happening mm-hmm. in the city. And because of Abraham, you are safe. Because Abraham besieged on your behalf we're going to save you and we're going to get your family out of here. Well, the men of the city didn't like that idea um, or rather like the angels too much. Um, <laughs> so they like the angels too much. They're sitting there, they're banging so on the door. So yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's absolutely heart wrenching and, and disgusting to, to even think that it, it says every man of the city was ready to go out attack and sexually assault the two men that Lot was hosting in his right. house. And we see the depravity of, of Lot. I think I said so. Lot. <laughs> did I did. I, did. Um, I, I met Lot. Um, we, we see the depravity of Lot when he cares more about these angels, which he should care about mm-hmm. the angels. He should care about foreigners in, in the land that he's at. But to try to appease the men of the city, he says, take my daughters daughters. instead. Take my daughters. And then they don't want them. And there's there's like the the first decision making that you that you go through is as you look at Lot and his family and it's so much sinfulness around him and he knows that's sinful and therefore he's, he's trying to save these guys. He's immersed his family within that and for these children all their lives is what you assume. And I just think about when my, my uh, oldest girls were really young, I was living in a seedy part of the West side of, of Phoenix and me and Colleen were like, yeah, before they get any further into school, cause they're like uh, kindergarten. I think the oldest one was going into kindergarten. We need to move out of here. Right. So they're growing up with their proper influences around them. Um, cause our eyes were wide open to the community in the neighborhood. We had yeah. crime going on everywhere. People were fencing goods across the street from where we live. Oh, no. <laughs> Every Friday night, there's a police helicopter over our neighborhood oh, yeah. with the spotlight coming down the backyard. So we said, yeah, we got to get out of here. Yeah. And you would think that Lot would go, hey, 
this is bad. Uh, I know I got a lot of livestock and some great land, but maybe I move to the other side of the property. Yeah. <laughs> <Away from> the, <laughs> yeah. At least that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I can, I can understand not picking up everything and going cause that, that would be a lot of work, but couldn't right. you just get away from the yeah. city? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but he doesn't, he doesn't. And, and then again, like these are, these are choices. And what we know of God is he reaches out. Mm -hmm. So he has all of this, this time, all of this opportunity to just be like, man, this isn't good, but he doesn't. And it gets to the point where, and, and this happens in our life sometimes where it gets to the point where you have to choose between two evils. Mm -hmm. Like he knows that these men are going to break in and he's going to bust in. So he's like, do I get rid of these guys or do I get rid of my daughters? Do I, do I offer something else? And because of the choices that he's made, that's, he put himself in between the, that rock and a hard place mm -hmm. of having to scramble to get back into, to this righteousness, which he's not doing it to get into righteousness. He's doing it to save himself. But man, like at this point, it's too late and there's iniquity that has to happen. Um, that not has to happen because of the sin. But uh, when we talk about iniquity, it's not just the sin that you're doing, the willing sin that you're doing, but it's the ramifications of that sin mm -hmm. afterwards. So when it says in the Bible that the iniquities of the father will, will carry on to the third and to the fourth generation, yeah. it's talking about Lot making these choices and it's impacting his family. Yeah. And we see that yeah. going on to the next yeah. generation. Actually, we see that many generations yes. generations down the line. Yes. Um, do we go down that path? Do we? No. <laughs> we don't want to. No, no, no. In in the story, the story of oh, all yeah, his daughters. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, see, he's trying to transition, lobby it up, <laughs> and he's dropping the ball, swinging a miss. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we do. So um, eventually, they they leave because of the the angel's influence. Mm -hmm. They White get turns out. back, turns to a pillar of salt. Yep. They go on. So now it's single, single father raising two daughters. Um, again, we don't know exactly how old, but at least marrying age. Mm -hmm. The the daughters were engaged to be married, and their their betrothed decided not yeah, to come with them. Stay in Sodom. Um, so yeah, they're now in a mountain <laughs> in you know cave dwellers in a mountain now and not with a home not with any of the possessions that they mm -hmm. had not with with a mom. living off the land and to them they're isolated to them their entire world just crumbled before them and though there's other cities there's other places that's not what it feels like to them. And it, what I just thought about right now is the simple situation of, or, or a person in a situation where they feel, like you just said, isolated, yeah. where there's something so much, so many bad things going on and you're all by yourself and you're just sitting there going, oh my gosh, the world has ended for me yeah. and, and I don't know what to do. I have I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. So the, <laughs> the daughters are kind of relatable. And so when they make a very poor choice soon, yeah. You kind of like, oh yeah, I guess I've made some poor choices in yeah. those moments as well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So they're isolated. They don't know what to do. And especially in this culture, to have children, mm -hmm. especially a son, is to pass down the family line. Right. Like that was important to them. So important. It sounds it sounds bad, but like their value as women comes to whether or not they can reproduce a son 
right. for their their spouse, their husband. It comes down to that. And we see that all the time in scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, Abraham and, and Sarah dealt with that. Uh, Rebecca and Jacob dealt with that. So many people dealt, dealt with, with barrenness and not having children. And their decisions, I think, which we've talked about, came based off of dad's decisions was to fall deeper into that sin. Mm -hmm. And that was to get Lot absolutely drunk, make him get passed out, and then sleep with their father in order to carry out that their father's name. Right. In order to say, this is this is our genealogy, this is our family, this is what we come to. And as Christians, when we look at that, we say, oh my goodness, how can they make that yeah. choice? It's gross, disgusting. But at the same time, if you're growing up in that sinful environment, you, you're not going to make the right choice. Yeah. That you're going to... Yeah. You're going to feed off of whatever you've, you've been taught throughout your whole yeah. childhood into young adulthood. And therefore, we're, we're dumb enough in our young 20s anyway. <laughs> but yeah. if you add in just I've lived in this sin direction my whole entire life, yeah. that's that's how you're going to make your choices Absolutely. and you're going to choose wrong. It's like the, the survival of the fittest type mm-hmm. of mentality. Yeah. Like this is how I can. This is how we survive. This yeah. is how we do stuff. So. It's all about me. It's, a, it's all about me. Yeah. Um, Doesn't matter how I get it. Yeah. So we have poor decisions that lead to more poor decisions <laughs> that lead to more poor decisions. And then as, as you go down many generations, the Israelites have to fight against these generations that have spawned off of these two daughters. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's just a great picture of this is where your sin will take you if you allow it to. So turn to God. <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, it starts starts with the choice. Mm-hmm. So good choices. Good choices. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do Gideon or Ehud? Yeah, let's do Gideon. Gideon's uh, more fun. Uh, There's more to it. It, it, <laughs> it goes. Yeah. So um, Gideon being the uh, a person who doesn't think much of himself doesn't think much of his his family and and his heritage thinking they're the least of the tribes of israel and he's the least of his tribe um so has very little self-worth uh doesn't think he's going to amount to much of anything and lo and behold that's who god's going to use to save him just crazy (laughs) just just typical of god So he gets that, that choice, which he tries to back out of when, when the angel of the Lord, when Jesus comes down to talk to him and says, hey, you're going to do this, my mighty warrior. He, he tests him several times. Um, and then eventually he goes out and he leads as God has directed him yeah. to lead. And so therefore he's making those good choices. He started off thinking, I'm nothing, even though he should know he's an Israelite. He's God's chosen people. Yeah. He, he's, he's loved by God. And he... He should know that just like we should know that as Christians, mm-hmm. he's our savior and such, but we forget day in, day out, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> get caught up in ourselves and woe is, woe is us kind of mentalities that we all have to get past. And, uh, but he, he gets, he sees past that after his many tests, the fleece and everything. And he, he steps forth and does the uh, just the crazy things that God tells him to do in the first oh, place, yeah. yeah, and just the uh breaking down his his dad's Asherah pole and all this stuff. The whole community is is after false gods, and so he knows he if he does this, the whole community is going to hate him. 
Yeah. But yet he does follow through. He does it in the darkness of night, but he follows through. (laughs) And that's, and that's the cool part about that is we talked about lot starting out, making one bad choice to another Mm -hmm. bad choice to another bad choice. We almost see the opposite with Gideon because Gideon like, he starts to to complain a little bit and like, I'm the lowest of, of these people, like give me a sign and then I'll do it. And then he mm-hmm. believes the sign and then God tells him to do something. And he's kind of going back and forth with God. God, I don't like, man, the town's going to hurt me if I take down my, my dad's altars for worship. Mm-hmm. So let me do it at night. And God allows him that grace to say, okay, you're doing the right choice. You're, doing it not in the way I want you to do right now, (laughs) but you're doing the right choice. And then when it comes time to, when his army goes down from 32,000 men to 300, 300, (laughs) by that time he's like, all right, God, I don't know what you're playing at here, but I'm in, I'm I'm ready. And then he goes and spies on on the Moabites and uh, he hears the the dream and he goes, We got him. God is with us. We've got him. (laughs) He runs back and and tells all his men, okay, let's, let's go. All his men, 300. (laughs) All 300 of his men. Again, so what is it? Grains of the sand of the sea, of of the beach or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) He's going against a monstrous amount and, and the Israelites win. But uh, yeah, they, they win because he followed God in his direction. Yeah. He makes some poor mistakes. A little bit afterwards. Yeah. And one could say, you know, for God and for Gideon, that's, that's yeah. another mistake. It should just be for God. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think his people might have pressured him in, into that one. Uh, right, right. Well, and, and, and we see that because right afterwards they're like, hey, Gideon, be our king. And yeah. he's like, no, but <laughs> y- you can do this for me instead. Yeah. So he does like that, it, that's it a sweet moment, moment where he says, no, no, no. God gets kingship, yeah. not me. Yeah. So like he. Yeah. I mean, he's he does some timid decisions. And, and as you see his life, he gets bolder and bolder and bolder until which we can say maybe gets too bold there at the end. But <laughs> like he's getting bolder and he's and, and he's making this choice to say, God, whatever it is, like, I don't understand it. Like, prove to me at first that that this is going to happen. But then eventually he gets to the point where he's like, all right, I'm going to go spy on these people. Oh, <laughs> we're done. It's 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 over. Like, God's we've already to won. Us. Like, we haven't lifted a sword at all yet. Uh-huh. We're going to do this. And then God's like, go bring jars and trumpets and torches go bring those to battle leave your sword at home you don't Mm -hmm. need that and really they didn't like yeah they they didn't need it they scared the people they either started killing themselves people killed themselves they ran and the neighboring town killed them (laughs) it was and it was so good just to see gideon just like the story of that, where it's a letdown for a lot. It was like this big moment. Mm -hmm. Like if you're reading that for the first time, you're just like, yes, Gideon finally gets this. (laughs) And this is awesome. Like, yeah. Um, And that goes to like what you were saying with your family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. We're going to start moving towards this. We're going to start looking for this. And it might not have been an immediate change where you're like, we got to get out of this place, but it was a, Oh, you knew, you knew, you knew. <laughs> you knew. And so we all have those, those choices. those choices to make. And, and these two examples that we gave, there's outrageous things happening at the time. And it, yeah. it's a major 
life decisions to make. And it just, it's kind of like, as many of us feel, especially if we're focused on social media, our world's coming to an end, everything's crazy and bad and evil. And uh, these two people, they have those situations, real situations like that. And so what choices were they going to make? And really, you've got to be sure before you get into those huge monster uh, decisions to make that, that you're already focused on God to begin with. Otherwise, you're going to take the lot direction. Yeah. It's just going to come natural to say, I got to rely on myself and do the wrong thing if we're not typically focusing on God and relying on him for our direction and path for our lives. Yeah, that's the, that's, that's, that's the thing is we often choose to start worshiping God. When our life comes crashing. Yeah, down. when the storm is happening. And at, that, and at that point, the storm happened, right? We're mm-hmm. just trying to ask God to clean it up for us right. like he's a maid. The worship part and is good. Yes. But, but if, if, we're, if we go into these situations already worshiping, mm-hmm. already living our life like a, a sacrifice to God and in doing that kind of stuff, man, when your town gets destroyed by sulfur and ash like Lot did, you're like... All right. I guess God's doing something here. Like, <laughs> what what am I supposed to like glean from this? What what is God doing in my life for right. this? And it's it's a different perspective because you already have those those God lenses on, and not oh no, what's happening? And then <laughs> trying to scramble and and deal with something that's already happening in your life right. that you having to think on your feet as a, yeah. as opposed to being prepared. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, decisions in your life, especially through those hard times. So uh, if you're not, oh, I was, was going to slap this. If you're not focused on the Bible, but I have that's, no idea what book that Bible, is. Take <laughs> cover off of that book. <laughs> if you if you haven't been digging into your Word, investigating it, praying, being on your knees, uh, fasting as we're in that fasting yeah. season right now. If you haven't already been doing that, then uh, the world's going to kick your butt. Yeah, that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. So uh, absolutely. we encourage you, church, <laughs> to be getting into all that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and not letting backing down on it, letting back on it. Yeah. Yeah. English is hard at the moment. English is hard. It's, I always say I'm not a words teacher and then I can spell whatever I want incorrectly. <laughs> people know I'm not a words teacher, but man, it's yeah. Like what you were saying, it's it's hard to. It's hard to think on your feet. It's hard to do these types of stuff. So building up these habits ahead of time mm-hmm. where we're making those small decisions day in and day out. Like cars are working great. So let's choose to say a prayer before we leave. Um, let's choose to to focus on God for a minute and and, and take everything down, um, take off all like electronics and, and that kind of stuff. And just focus on God for a moment with the family. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, small decisions that when life is crazy is hard to start initiating. <laughs> when, when life is, is tricky, when there's affliction going on, when there's things that, that come on a spur of a moment, that's not the time to start habits. <laughs> that's, that's the time to right. kind of straighten some things out. But if you're already in the habit of doing this, like I said, um, one thing I'm so thankful for my wife, but whenever we go together, she's just like, all right, dad's going to say a prayer real quick. And man, I just, I, and I love it. And I'm often humbled by it because I'm like, I drove by myself 
multiple times. And you know what I didn't do while I was driving? I didn't pray. <laughs> and so, so my wife is, is so good at just being like, we're just, we're just going to take a minute and we're going to pray. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's a great idea. Let's, let's do that. So then if life is crazy, my wife is like, remember, we pray before we drive. <laughs> we, we, we pray before we do this. We focus on God for a minute and man, that reef, it, it changes our mind. It refocuses our mind. And then we can make those good decisions when we leave and we're, we're riding and my kids are annoying me in the car because they're <laughs> doing something loud. I'm like, I just prayed. I just gave thanks to God for my kids. I shouldn't be upset with them. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be upset with a blown tire. I shouldn't be upset with over the holidays, a car getting towed <laughs> and, you know, different. Not things that like these that. things actually happen. Not that but these they things would ever happen. But <laughs> yeah, like because our mind is already mm -hmm. there and like, God's going to do something through this. God's it's like I tell many of people, work. you start off your day when you get up focused on God. Yeah. So therefore the rest of the day, you're yeah. going in the right direction. Yeah. And everything gets put into perspective. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I proved that time and time again in my work life when I didn't put God first, I was having a horrible day. Then I realized yeah. it midway through the day, stop, pray. Well, what do you know? It's, my heart's changed. So therefore yeah. the rest of the day was good. Yeah, absolutely. Same junk was happening. Yeah, same, same thing. <laughs> but my heart was in the right perspective. My heart's different, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So make good decisions. Yeah. Do it today. Do it. <laughs>